Welcome to oh, game. Shit. Oh, you you do your thing. I'll be right back. Are you, are you getting more drink? Oh shit! Well, welcome to game. <laughs> welcome uh, to game. Is this staying in? I don't know if this is going to get edited this, out or not. This is all. Jordan does not edit. This is all fucking staying in. So, <laughs> to Jesus Christ! It's like when the we teachers out of the room in class. We, we need to not even record this episode. I really we hope all of just, this stays in. Okay, shut up. Welcome <laughs> to Game Quest. Uh, hey, today, Jordan's here too. Hey. <laughs> Hey, so you don't ever listen to the podcast before you put it up, right? <clears throat> Sometimes, yes. I cool. wouldn't this time. Should I not yeah, this don't. time? Okay, yeah, cool. No, no. Uh, right. So, a little little teaser for later. This whole fucking thing is going to be about Star Wars. Oh, I'm so uh, excited yeah. to talk about Star Wars. That being said, uh, I am Trace. Over there, we got Jacob. What up? And we got Matt. Possibly. And we also got Jordan over there uh, back with hopefully an alcoholic beverage because I'm I said I'm yeah. drinking. I got some uh, Jim Beam Red Stag, which is a black cherry whiskey, I believe. And it's Beautiful. delicious. Whatever it is, pour more of it. Uh, Welcome I to Game Quest After it. Dark, everyone. Yeah. Uh, drunk <laughs> Quest. That's no, I mean, I'm not drunk, but we'll see by the end. Nah, I, this is all that I have. I cannot oh. get any more than this. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm poor. Well, Jordan. I uh, I gave a little teaser that we're just gonna probably yap about Star Wars quite a fucking bit this episode, but uh, before we get to that, I think there has been at least like some shit that's happened that you can bring us up to speed on outside of the small bubble of Star Wars that I've been living in. Oh, are we doing? That? I thought we were gonna do your Star Wars first. No, we don't uh, have to do that first. The, yeah. Let's go. All right. Well, um, as I'm still like we'll pulling up all the news here, <laughs> um, here's here's the thing that. Uh, I don't really know what to think about this. Okay. So first off, they've been running these tests for Halo on PC for a while now because they've been working over the Master Chief collection and they're starting with Halo Reach and it's getting ready to launch on December 3rd. So that's going to hit both Xbox and Steam on December 3rd. Halo Reach. I'm very excited. I don't know about yeah, anyone else. In this. You just reminded me uh, that that was a thing. Yeah. That they were so doing. they're doing it piecemeal, um, you know, Obviously, all the other stuff is already on Xbox One with the Master Chief Collection. So they're starting with Reach, getting it on both, and then they're going to start working on the other games on PC as they go forward. Because they got to do a lot of Game Pass. I don't know that. I would imagine so. I would imagine so as well. I'll reset for Game Pass if Halo is going to be on there. I'm glad you asked that question before I actually just bought it on Steam because I was going to do that like tomorrow. Um, that would have been silly. Well, I don't know. I could cancel my game pass anyway. So that's happening. And this headline reads Halo reach for PC and Xbox one will have 6.2 million maps on launch day. What? Uh, is that's a, a lot. User <laughs> yeah, created? A yes, it is. It is including legacy maps made by the community for Halo three, Halo reach and Halo, Halo four. Wait, how uh, many maps did you just say? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he said as many as you thought. Six point two million. Jesus Christ! Uh, I don't know how that's gonna work. Um, hey, that's that's a lot of fucking maps, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> it's it's a few maps. Um, I would say that's. It would take me at least a week to see all of them and get bored with all of them. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> You take you a week million, to six million matches. Not even read them. 
<laughs> yeah, it's at least a week. Uh, that's crazy. And it's even crazier because the Forge mode will actually not be on PC until next year. Oh, so bummer. all this stuff that was... Yeah, so you can't Just make any new ones. one of the six million yeah. maps. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I am very interested to see... <laughs> Like you make a private match and you have to sort through six point two million maps. Yeah, like, see, yeah, I don't yeah. understand. Actually, you know what? I think they should add it, but only if you go through each six point two million maps and then say, mm, "No, these don't fucking quite do it for me. I need Look, to make my own. I know something I bet, that these six million people don't." I bet at that point, if you made a map, it would be exactly the same as at least one of those maps. No, I did. My dick would be way exactly. better. No, it would be the exact same because no people put the work in for them dicks. Yeah, it's going to be all dicks. Uh, it's going to be yeah. so, out of six, 6.2 million. Uh, one by one, give me your guesses on how many you think will be dicks. Uh, a million. No, a million yeah, like at least half. I'm playing this a little Three conservatively million. here. Matt, how many dicks are going to be in there? 6.1 million, obviously. Come on. Damn it, you fucking stole my joke. All right, fine. I think it's going to be... I think it's probably actually going to be... I think there's going to be a filter. I'm going to say like 200,000. It's going to be 8 <laughs> equals D million. Yeah. yeah. Now there's a joke. Yeah, um, there, so there was you, one. <laughs> Jacob, at the end of this article, it does say Game Pass subscribers will get everything for free. So... Good call. Oh, nice. You can feel free. <laughs> Good that you didn't fucking buy it. <laughs> you saved me some money and possibly a like annoying refund process, so that's cool. Um, in the meantime, Xbox had their XO19 event where they announced a bunch of stuff. And did any of you guys see any of this stuff? I saw Age of Empires 4, but that's really the only thing I gave a shit about. It, well, did, did you see the flight simulator stuff, too? I, I saw the flight simulator <laughs> stuff, too. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, they also had, so they had those, obviously, Flight Simulator looks great, Age of Empires 4, with an official announcement. They showed some gameplay stuff, right? Yeah, like a minute of it. Back in the medieval ages, so. Not bad. Prepare um, your appreciating. Yeah, this was also where they announced that Halo Reach was coming out on December 3rd. We also got a look at Obsidian's new, uh, the first game they're making as a subsidiary of Microsoft. And it's called Grounded, and... Does anyone want to guess what this is? It's Obsidian. They're making a game. Take your guess. It's not an RPG. That's all I know. So my okay, interest okay. Well, dropped considerably. You play a mole man who lives under the ground. Okay, keep going. Yeah, tell me more. And you have to dig tunnels because you're okay. just banging constantly. So you have a ton of kids and you need to like build out a little civilization for your uh, your mole man incest. So this is a... Living. Dig Dug fucking updated for 2020. Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's like a 4K Dig Dug, but it's still uh, <laughs> like really <laughs> boxy and square. Uh, it And it has VR support. Stop. Um, <laughs> Jacob, I was led to believe that you didn't know what this was. Are you, <laughs> you are it's also the second part of uh, that new Half-Life thing. <laughs> You are legitimately very close, actually. <laughs> um, so Obsidian, known for RPG stuff, both isometric and uh, first person. They're making a survival game, and it looks a lot like Fortnite in art style and, and actual sort of gameplay. And by that, I mean the single-player Fortnite, not the multiplayer shit. More um, like Fortnite. It's nailed it. No one's ever made that joke before. <laughs> 
outside of the third grade. So good job. <laughs> I'm the first. I'm just gonna let people know now. I'm you can pioneer. just skip this episode. It's 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 not. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mute Trace, and he's just gonna <laughs> all the silence there, except for the because of Fortnite. Yeah, that was that was uh, unforgivable. So. <laughs> This is essentially a honey. I shrunk the kids situation where you're a very small person in like a yard and stuff. And you're battling like ants and spiders and all that other sort of stuff. It looks pretty cool. Actually, like like Earth Defense Force sort of, but you're small instead of their big bugs, you know, Um, (laughs) I mean, it's the same thing. It looks exactly the same. So Sarge is heroes, but actual little people. (laughs) Yeah, but you're like a human and not (laughs) a little person. (laughs) <laughs> you're a you're a little person not a little hyphen person um i don't know i'll check it out i, I like obsidian they're cool I'll, whatever they can they're make cool. a dog shit simulator and i would, <laughs> I would play it right uh we also got a glimpse at a new game from rare which uh i don't know what it is but it has a lot of nature in it and seems like some sort of adventure game but hey rare is making a new game that's cool right yeah that's no yeah. Uh, oh, what I should. What the fuck is to... rare made? Banjo Kazooie. Uh, Banjo Kazooie. Oh, Con- Conquers Bad Fur Day. I mean, they put out a big collection of all their games, which had like ninety of them in it. It's they're they're pretty small time, you know. <laughs> I mean, they haven't made a game in a long time, so yeah, that's probably why I don't remember them too much. Yeah, well, you know, they did Viva Pinata, which was really cool. Oh, oh, totally game of the year. 27. No, Viva Pinata was actually a really good game. Did you you play Viva Pinata? Because I feel like you didn't. No. (laughs) Uh, They may also have been responsible for Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. I don't know. They're super indie, like no one's ever heard of them, but they're making a new game. If they're going to put out a new Goldeneye or Perfect Dark, then I'm I'm all there. (laughs) I'm also obligated to mention that they made Sea of Thieves. Uh, That game has gotten better over time. Yes, they made Sea of Thieves. So this one's called Everwild. I forgot to mention that the Obsidian one is called Grounded, and those will be out at some point. Who the hell knows? Uh, Obviously, the stuff that they showed was like very early on, and it's very surprising because Xbox has not had first-party stuff for a long time that wasn't either Gears of War or Forza. So I'm all for it, I guess. Maybe this will actually make them somewhat of a player when their new xbox comes out (laughs) we can just keep keep hope alive right (laughs) um lastly don't nod entertainment the ones who made life is strange and other games announced a new um i think it's xbox exclusive but i don't actually know um it's called tell me why it's another in the like life is strange style adventure game you know telltale ish that sort of thing is it gonna be episodic I do not know. They did not say. Hmm. Yeah, hmm, is the right is the right. I haven't played a Telltale game since the first Walking Dead one. That was a good ass game. I never actually beat it. It it got really sad there at the end. I know. I know. I've heard how good it is, but there's always been other things to play. Legitimately, those Walking Dead games were good. um, That wolf among us was also really good yeah i it's just it's just kind of unfortunate that they mismanaged their way into death because um they had some really cool they were working with like a lot of really cool properties that they were supposed to do well somebody's bringing them back if i remember right yeah like sort of because i think they're 
actually part of Skybound now, right? Something like that, yeah. That's like well, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but I I don't or not a few weeks. It's been a long ass time now, but um, I don't remember what the exact story is. But somebody is trying to bring them back like as much as they possibly can. So that's something, right? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, let's see. We got a lot of rumor stuff, so I'm gonna kind of not necessarily jump into that at the moment. Uh, next thing we'll talk about Amy Hennig of <laughs> uncharted fame and just 18,000 different projects after that, that did not work out. <laughs> um, has she, she joined sky dance media and they're the company that was responsible for like mission impossible fallout and annihilation and a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And she, she's going to be working in their games department for quote, interactive storytelling. I don't know why she can't like i don't know about hang on to a job i don't know if that's the term (laughs) i would use but man she did so good with uncharted and then she like was on so much high profile shit that never actually happened yeah but there's there's got to be a story there that someone's got to tell because that don't make much sense (laughs) (laughs) jason schreier we're looking at you bud come on i know you listen to the show let's yeah focus on your nintendo schreier come on um also, on in that vein of news, uh, John Carmack has stepped down uh, as the CTO of Oculus. I got to say, I almost forgot that that was a position he was still in. Um, <laughs> How many times do you hear John Carmack in a year anymore? Right. And I, I would, you know, it's not for the reasons I want it to be, to be honest. But he's stepping away from Oculus and he is going to work independently on artificial intelligence. So I... Oh. Uh, Maybe I mean he's a smart ass dude who does a lot of cool things. Uh-huh. So maybe maybe he makes Skynet right. Like that's. I that was sounds- just about to say I don't love the talk of AI right now, especially because we've talked about two different companies with Sky in the name. Ooh, see, it's all coming together now. And I watched, just, I watched that Terminator to, movie, man. Yeah, you just jumped to Skynet oh, yeah. as number three. So you're fucking with my head right now. I can hear your tinfoil hat crinkling from here, Trace. <laughs> yeah, it's actually reverbing in the mic a little bit. It's a, uh, it's unfortunate. Sorry, I'll uh, I'll put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Loved that. That was awesome. It sounded perfect. There was nothing wrong with that. Cool. Yeah, that um, was just my my tinfoil hat uh, getting yeah. removed from my head, being placed on my desk. So it's off now. Cool. Go on. So we'll move on. Uh, a couple more game announcements, actually. Not that, like, we, we weren't going to move on or anything. But we have, Trace, a brand new... It's here. The brand new Half-Life game is finally coming out. Uh. Possibly. <laughs> and 0.1% uh, of Steam users will be able to fucking play it. Yeah, it's only behind like a $1,500 paywall, right? That's yeah. excessively high, but okay. Um, <laughs> Half-Life Alex. Focusing on the titular character Alex. Well, not the just. It's not Gordon Freeman. It's Alex, um, and it's going to be set between Half Life One and Two, and it is going to be a VR experience. Um, it will be free for anyone who bought a Vive Index, and it will be sixty dollars for anyone else. It works on yes. any VR headset that you have for a PC. And Matt, you can go ahead. I think we should say that this is a legitimate Half-Life game. Like, it's not yeah. a VR experience. It is a full-fledged 15, 20-hour thing. Yeah, and they it are looks saying... cool as fuck. Like, it's not enough to make me buy a VR, but hopefully it will show that, hey, this is what you can do with VR the same way that Half-Life 2 showed. Hey, this is what you can do with the physics engine. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
and and that's the thing that hinges on this or that like makes this a either a good idea or a bad idea they've obviously i mean we've talked before about the fact that actually making a half-life 3 at this stage would be almost suicide for them like they for sure they innovated so much with half-life 2 and then they didn't so much with like episodes one and two after that that they had to come up with some sort of hook that was going to make a regular first person shooter like revelatory like half-life two was and that's you know somewhere along the line they looked at vr obviously they invested in um not oculus but what's the fucking other one that's sitting in front of me the vive and um obviously now their own thing the the index uh so and they even have said themselves that like vr captured their imagination and they wanted to explore it and see what they can do in the early footage of this it doesn't really look to me like they've found the secret sauce that makes vr like perfect and now we can move forward with these ideas and and make great games across the board um it just kind of looks like half-life 2 in vr with like a ton of ragdoll and physics and all this other stuff i like the shit they were showing like where she was searching through shelves to find ammo like that kind of interactivity is cool as fuck at least i think but yeah i agree it looks like (laughs) half-life i guess that should be a good thing but it looks like half-life yeah i mean that's the thing it looks like half-life and it looks like every other vr shooter but supposedly longer um you're interacting with like every item on a shelf you swing your hand you knock everything off like that that stuff is cool that makes you feel like you're actually in that space and doing something but a lot of other games do that and essentially outside of that fucking around with stuff and trying to break the game it's just like a shooting gallery so if they can get like movement right and if they can like figure out how to make that combat like fun and not necessarily disorienting that that would be cool i am probably going to get it either way but whether they see this as a jumping off point to be like okay let's make another half-life for keyboard and mouse players um i think it hinges on how well this does honestly or just put some arms on it and make that one for normal fucking <laughs> players too I well mean, that's the thing like they they said and i think this is the right thing to do they said that this will not be playable with anything but a vr headset and the only way to make a game that fully utilizes vr is to make it so that's the only way that you can play yeah if you make it like you know let's use payday 2 as an example you can play payday 2 in vr it's not made for that and it shows like it's it's janky it doesn't doesn't really do anything with the vr it's kind of like a 3d movie that just kind of throws this stuff at the screen just to be like oh look our 3d effects Uh, that's not what you want like you want something that's made with vr in mind only for vr and the fact that this sounds like it might be the longest vr experience you know the full-fledged campaign that sort of stuff so at least they're putting money behind it and that's been the problem with vr before is like adoption's not super high it's very expensive still so why would we funnel a ton of money into this when we can just make like a small spider-man experience or whatever and just you know throw that out to people who want to sit there or not sit down but like stand up for 15 minutes and do something cool and then yeah. move on to you know yeah, playing call of duty again reason or whatever i have not spent 1500 dollars, and don't say that's <laughs> expensive because valve's thing is literally 1500 dollars if you want everything so yeah but that's like if you start from zero and you don't need an index like i have this vibe this vibe costs 500 dollars. my pc could already run it that that's it like it, it came with everything you don't unless you like really want the super high-end one 
the specs for VR are not super high right now. I think all of us have a computer that can run that, especially now that like the Vive and the original Oculus are technically old hardware. Hardware you could buy in at like a pretty low price. Con- like, hey, you shouldn't uh, have told me that because I didn't think about my computer being able to support VR. So I'm probably going so to spend a stupid amount of money on. Yeah, I'm I, so used to that just that shit build that I had. That uh, oh, Ariel's going to be I, so mad at me. I guarantee you. <laughs> I guarantee you. You could run it, and you know, I did a quick search. You can buy a used HTC Vive for five hundred dollars on eBay. Just get on it. That's still too much. I mean, sure. Wow. For like a lot of people, like, it will be, for, and it is for what it would be worth like i'm not paying 500 dollars just to play a half-life game right right well i think i think the main problem here games in a portal yeah yeah like like i agree with you i have or i would drop the money you would be so (laughs) literally kill you and turn your brain into mush and then vomit it all (laughs) out portal would not work in vr (laughs) if you can't do fucking motion blur in fall in order like you can't do <laughs> portal in vr i guarantee it uh, my brain can handle hardly handle portal like on a tv when i'm looking at which way the portals right. are going <laughs> true true it's very fucked up i am but i mean like now. the overall problem and and i don't think this half-life game solves it either is that these games are too expensive for the experience you get out of them like yeah yeah, you pay forty dollars for a game that you spend twenty minutes in, and you're like, "Oh, that was cool," but I paid forty dollars for it. Not really what I'm looking for. Yeah, um, you know, if that was maybe twenty dollars, that would be a lot more, you know, worthwhile. I have you know this list of VR games on my computer, and when I'm in the mood to like play some VR shit, I'll play one for like ten or fifteen minutes. I'll play another for ten or fifteen minutes, and I'll just keep like cycling through them. They're not necessarily something that's designed to like. Oh, I paid. $60 for Death Stranding and I played it to completion and then I mm-hmm. felt good about that or whatever, you know, as as an example. Or not. And didn't Look, feel good I, about it. I beat that game. It's um fine. The story does not do what I want it to do <laughs> and the actual end game stuff is more fun than going through the missions doing that exact same stuff. So that's <laughs> that's all I have to say about my time and post time with Death Stranding. Uh, so that's Half-Life Alex, and then we also got, Matt, I'll let you talk about this, two new Path of Exile announcements. Oh, yeah. We did. Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. Path was, of Exile 2 coming out. That was Matt. Uh, Path of Exile. <laughs> yeah, Path of Exile 2 is coming out, and also, uh, in a complete fucking spit in the face to Blizzard... They announced a Path of Exile mobile game, and the first line of the trailer for it is, look, we all know mobile games are shit. (laughs) But you have phones, right? Something to that effect. And they pretty heavily mocked Blizzard, and their game was pretty well received generally (laughs) by the community. It's not out, but like just the the response to it being, yeah, to what they showed... And the response to the the announcement was uh, quite a bit better than Diablo Immortal. It looks literally like Path of Exile on a phone. Like there looks, are no there are no cut oh, corners here. It looks like baby, I'm gonna yeah. waste a lot of fucking time on that. Don't, I, I can't I can't have that kind of power at work. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The problems kind of are here. 
The future is nothing but fucking problems. Yeah, my my legs are going to lose so much circulation on the toilet. You're going to get a hemorrhoid is what you're going to do. Yeah, right. As if I um, haven't already. <laughs> but let's talk about this Path of Exile 2 because it's or not really... It's, it's not, not really two. Good. It is the second part of the story. It's so titled it, Path of Exile 2, though. Yeah, but it is not a separate release. It's a part. Correct. Like it is. It is. What I it is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is. So it's an add-on campaign, right? Yes. And everything, everything from Path of Exile One transfers over to this. Uh, it's not even transferring. It's being added so on. It's, it's literally an it's, expansion. It's, it's an a expansion. gigantic fucking expansion. It's an so all-new six-act story. Yeah. Okay. So is Path of Exile the free one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So and I was gonna say free one with sixty dollar fucking microtransactions that I may have bought <laughs> one or two of. So right, right. Um, so did they say anything about if this if there's a cost to this? I, I doubt it. But did no, they say there won't be? Okay. Okay. So it's yeah. It's essentially a free uh, expansion pack to use a term that we haven't used since like 1999. Uh, <laughs> it is the Lord of Destruction to Diablo two. There you go. Uh, so they're calling it a two, but that's not exactly. Uh, it's not a sequel so much as it's a sequel at, to the story, but it's just added on to the main yeah. thing. Yeah, right. Um, so that's cool. I, you know, I played maybe two hours of Path of Exile and I think liked it, and then got caught up can, in other stuff. It can really eat up some time. For, it really. Yeah. We spent a lot of hours playing that before other yeah. shit. Yeah, I think the reason I didn't spend more time is because I saw how much it would eat up, and I just like, yeah, no, I got like other shit to play at the moment. Um, you know, like free shit, especially when two comes out, I'll I'll check it out and maybe give it like a a lot more of a concerned effort. Um, I, but I think it's replacing Guild Wars as one of my in between games. So for nice. slow seasons, that that is an impressive statement. Yeah, yeah. You, knowing me, that is definitely an impressive statement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just the nonstop scaling that just draws you in. It's getting oh, I don't know. Like, there's so much number crunching, and it's <laughs> it's frustrating at times. It, it is, but then it gets you just summon seventy skeletons at once, and it's like, oh, that's what I can do. Cool, right? Yeah, just looking at that skill tree. Uh huh. Yeah, it's daunting. Me. My brain thinking about it, just thinking about it <laughs> when you have an add on that literally plots a path for you, because holy shit, if you didn't have that, you'd be going crazy trying to figure this out. <laughs> like, I have not it. that into theory crafting that I can fucking sit there for hours and look at every little plus one percent buff. Right. Um, so we'll move into some other news here in the movie industry, let's call it. Uh, two things real quick. Netflix and Nickelodeon have signed a major deal for some exclusive content trying to compete with Disney Plus. Also included or not included, but also separate from that, they are working on a Beverly Hills Cop 4. I don't what? know how I Without... feel about. I believe that or are they going to CG involved. him too, like they are with. Wait, what? Jimmy Dean sausage guy. What, what the fuck's his name? I what? have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Jimmy there's, Dean. There's I, a I think CG movie with Jimmy Dean. The sausage, <laughs> fucking sausage Jimmy Dean, fucking... the sausage man. <laughs> <laughs> you know Jimmy Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Are you talking about the old heartthrob James Dean? <laughs> yeah, that guy, the sausage. <laughs> good old, good old Jimmy <laughs> Dean, the sausage king. I've never, I've never heard James Dean referred to as Jimmy Dean, the sausage. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Not once in my people. life. Oh, oh um, I'm way too fucked for this right now. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> second, secondly, uh, just you know, uh, off the top of my head, uh, you know Eddie Murphy's alive, right? <laughs> yeah, he just had. Uh, what's that? Wait, what? What's uh, that? Fucking <laughs> oh, Chris Farley. What the fuck movie was that in? That's Beverly Hills Ninja. This is horrible. Never mind. Um, sorry to Eddie Murphy if we've just uh, ruined your life. No, I knew Eddie Murphy. I was thinking that it was Eddie Murphy and Chris Farley for some reason. So. You guys, no. I just I need to get real for a second. Real talk. If Eddie Murphy dies within the next week, I have to quit the podcast. <laughs> I, think, I swear to God. If, I think we all do. If what, Eddie Murphy yeah. does not make it to the next recording of this podcast, <laughs> we're done. Game Quest is over. We it's, gotta stop. It's over. Shit. It's gone, gone way too heavy. It'll just become Ghost Quest because of Ghost Quest. <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh Trace, you're right. We will this this has to be shut down. <laughs> um we're gonna move a little bit more into some rumors here. I'm so fucking scared right now. <laughs> Hold me, I'm scared. Um what do we Matt- doctor do, little guys? <laughs> <laughs> fucking god damn it. This is my hell. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, Matt, maybe you can help me with this, though. I, you probably don't have any inside information. We may or may not be getting a Joker sequel from uh, God. Todd. I hope we're not. That was, Todd Phillips basically said that's bupkis. Oh, so he said it. I saw another interview and every article that I had seen previously had updated. But so like, it, it would happen if the script is right basically okay we're getting because what i saw i'm glad that he spoke on it because we got very conflicting information first deadline reported that yes it was happening um then or no i'm sorry the hollywood reporter claimed yes it was happening deadline said they got conflicting reports saying that it's not a concrete thing and then um hollywood reporter said no we stand by our story we are not changing anything so take that for what you will I kind of agree with Jacob. I don't really want another one. Um, no, I, I don't know. want another one either. Like, I it was sort of good have, the way seriously. It was. I, I was mostly joking, but I would honestly love Todd Phillips to do like every origin story and just have Joaquin Phoenix play every <laughs> character. <laughs> that would be the greatest. And you know what? Let's do it. Which would be the best and which would be the worst? Uh, the worst would be... The Catwoman story. No, I think that'd be the best. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, I don't know. I okay. The worst would be Batman because we don't need that fucking shit ever again. (laughs) The best would be, uh, let's say, I don't know. Like a cyborg would be cool. That's just me though. 
I agree with that well, statement in general. Is... I think just seeing a cyborg in general would be pretty cool. Yeah, like one that actually is cool. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, Justice League. <laughs> um, definitely into more rumor territory now, real quick. Supposedly, Resident Evil Nemesis remake will be coming out next year. I Ooh, totally believe that. Right down for that. There is literally no reason for that not to happen. Uh, Resident Evil 2 sold like fucking gangbusters for Capcom. <laughs> and I bet. <clears throat> I, so the next year thing is the only thing I'm a little nervous about because they put so much work into two. They need to put so much work into three because. Yeah, yeah. If they fall short of that. It's going to be like, oh, what the fuck? If they yeah, give if it something that's like the, the remake of the first one. Right. If it's just an up res, that's not going to cut it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I will buy the fuck out of that game. It sounds like Matt will, too. I think I'm, I, I'll think buy that. Got all excited. Uh, yeah. I will watch Kendra play it because that was what <laughs> I did with the last Resident Evil remake, and it was a fucking blast. It's just it stars a- chasing you down the whole fucking game again. Yeah. God, that was so cool. Uh, more rumors. We have Amazon's game streaming service supposedly launching next year or being revealed next year. I'm sorry. Uh, this is fucking logical. I mean, this is where we're headed. Amazon's a giant company. They have Twitch to integrate with to compete with Google. Um, this makes perfect fucking sense. Um, I would have thought they would have announced it like a little closer to Google Stadia's like soft launch beta thing, but then again, we have E3 next year, and that seems like a fine time to make some announcements as well. Uh, then, this this one I'm really curious to see if anyone gets excited about this at all. <coughs> Activision is supposedly making a new Crash Bandicoot game. Mm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I'm was, a little that was, past that phase of my life. <laughs> I was like, I that like, was about the enthusiasm I expected. I like Crash Bandicoot. I didn't actually buy the Insane Trilogy when it came out. They're fucking but, hard. Yeah. If they're gonna, I don't want to see them like Mighty Number no. Nine. It, I it's got to be what ju- like just as difficult and not shit. And uh, you know, I don't want them to try to turn it into some three D puzzle platformer. I want it like I was you like, know. you want it to be the same, the same type of gameplay. <clears throat> yes, yeah. Do you do you still want those absolute <laughs> dog shit levels where you have to run away from stuff towards the screen? Yeah, dude, those oh. are the best ones. No, those they're are not. Those are the worst on the back ones. Of the little panda. Yeah, those are the worst <laughs> ones. Right when you're on the riding on the panda away from the screen, those are cool. But when you're riding towards the screen, that fucking sucks. Those are bad. Whoever's idea that was should be slapped. Yeah, right in the face. <laughs> and and if someone gets slapped in the next week, we're bringing the show back. <laughs> so Eddie Murphy can and die and anyone somebody gets smacked in the face. Why'd you have to say that out loud, Trace? And just let the oh, implication lie. Shit. Well, All right, more rumors. It's on me now. Another rumor that makes complete and total fucking sense. Uh we're probably getting a new Saints Row game, which will be announced next year. Uh, you think they're going back to like semi-realistic or it's just, just give me the fucking dildo bat and let me go wild. Crazy okay? That's all I game. ask. I yeah, don't care about I, anything else. <laughs> as much as I liked the superpowers stuff, I I really fucking loved the first Saints Row, where it was just a Grand Theft Auto knockoff that had just so much wild shit in it. Uh, I think I want that again. Like, give me a dildo bat, but like, don't let me fly and like. <laughs> you know, oh, no, I, I think the one was boring as fuck. Like the Saints one Row the Third that. was the perfect amount of yeah like zaniness to semi-realism yeah for sure i agree four was 
just it was not fun. <laughs> Four was supposed to be an expansion for three. Let's put it that way. And what was Gat Out of Hell? Was that its own separate game it too? Sucked. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, that that was like a side game. Yeah. That was like a okay. Far Cry Blood like, Dragon sort of situation. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, if um, they want to make another one of those, I'd be cool with that. Give me Blood Dragon Two. Uh, Blood Dragon Two, hell yeah! Though I'm just I'm kind of done with Far Cry. They need to reboot yeah. the fuck out of that series. <laughs> uh, lastly, and we'll go back into rumor territory, but within the television space. We're supposedly getting a SpongeBob spinoff that focuses on Squidward. I think we've already it's talked about it. be an that. HBO special. Because I said, what did they call him? Squidward Dick Nose? And then everyone laughed. Did we talk about this? Yeah, I, I think it was did. I That's think it was last week. Okay, so what, <laughs> enjoy what that I, joke again, everyone. Yeah. Uh what I didn't say last week, because I didn't know about it, is that uh Steven Hillenberg, the creator of SpongeBob, said he doesn't want any fucking spinoffs. And then he goes and dies, and then they're like, let's make a spinoff. Oh, that's fucked up. I don't like that. <laughs> All right. Fucking Plankton's running this, the show now, apparently. <laughs> ooh, that's a... Ooh, what if? Meta. <laughs> Run by a f- bunch of fucking Weenie Hut generals, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that one. Thanks. Uh, lastly, not necessarily rumors. Not necessarily... New- well, not lastly, but not necessarily rumors or news. But the Stadia stuff came out. I have mine. It's sitting in my living room right now. I will probably boot that up and try that out very soon. Just came in today. But one of my primary concerns was that, you know, you've you've got these games. You have to buy them on their service. You don't actually own them. I mean, like you don't own them on Steam or whatever. But there's this there's this thing about Google where they like to abandon shit prematurely. And, you know, you could potentially just lose all your money. So the interesting thing that I wanted to see was how much these games cost. If they come at like a lower <coughs> price, especially a lot of these are old and they're older and stuff like that. Um, the prices are generally what you'd expect, you know, $60 for Red Dead Redemption, all that sort of stuff, which makes sense. Uh, but yeah. if you have Stadia Pro, a lot of these games are like 50% off and stuff like that. So I think that kind of softens the blow a little bit. Um, you can how get much is like Stadia a set- Pro? Stadia Pro is, uh, I believe, 10 bucks a month. Mm. So that's so you don't need Stadia Pro to obviously play any of the games or anything. Well, Stadia Pro gets you the like free game of the month or whatever the fuck they're actually doing. Um, and then it gets you like 4K streaming and 5.1 surround sound. Um, <laughs> otherwise, you're just stereo and 1080 and all that other sort of stuff. But so Stadia Pro will get you something like, you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is normally 60 bucks. You can get it for 30 if you have Pro. Um, Tomb Raider is on there. That's 20 bucks normally, which makes sense. That game's like five years old by now. 10 bucks in Stadia Pro. Um, so not every game has this sort of discount structure. Red Dead, you know, we talked about is not uh, Mortal Kombat 11, $60 normally. That's 42 with Stadia Pro. So you're getting some discounts on it, uh, which kind of softens the blow a little bit. It makes me at least consider like, oh, maybe I'll get something to check it out. But yeah. um, still, still far from ideal, especially early impressions have been all over the fucking board on whether this thing is worthwhile or not. Um, overall consensus is it's not there yet, which kind of makes sense. It, it is technically a beta period. Um, it has not reached its full launch. So <clears throat> in- interesting to see uh, what my experience will be and how that is going forward. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then actually, lastly, we have two um, two game industry veterans who passed away recently. Um, one, Brad McQuaid died this past Tuesday. Um, he pioneered mmo the mmo everquest um yeah and he worked on a bunch of mmos you know from uh, shit uh, the last one was like pantheon which i didn't play because i'm not an mmo player but 
Um, I don't even know what the hell that one is. Yeah, I was like, anything that's not World of Warcraft these days, that's an MMO, just doesn't make the cut, right? (laughs) Yeah, Um, basically. But yeah, he co-created EverQuest, and that was a huge fucking deal back in the day. Um, He was 51. He worked in MMOs for, God, the past forever, it seems. Um, So sad to see him him pass away. And then we have a uh, VR developer. I have not actually played any of this studio's games, but... um, one of them don't look away was looked like a really cool like horror experience um jose zambrano was a <clears throat> co-founder of uh stuido studios and uh, he was 26 he passed away and that's oh damn that's Shit. fucking that's way too fucking early man yeah yeah uh didn't get any actual information on like what uh what happened there but just not really the point it's just it sucks because it seems like you hear about a lot of game industry people who die pretty young and mm-hmm. then you start you start thinking about like crunch and all this other stuff and like how is that affecting people you know yeah yeah it's fucked yeah uh with that that is all our news the good news the bad news the sad news and let's talk about this last week it. y'all trace all right well fucking yeah. Real quickly, Dish. do you guys have any? Do you guys have any super long talking points that aren't about Star Wars? That you uh, yeah, on? I gotta. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna leave this game of Destiny because I want to talk about how fucking good Watchmen is. Are you guys Whoa. watching it? Did you Whoa. watch? I haven't watched this last one, so. Oh, dude! It. So the answer to we, who watches the Watchmen is not me at this moment, dude. <laughs> it. So two weeks ago, I said that that episode of Castle Rock, uh, where it's like it's all a flashback episode. You see Annie when she's young; some shit happens. Uh, I said that was one of the best episodes of TV I've seen in a long time. And then, like five days later, the Watchmen comes out and blew that episode out of the water. It's so fucking good. It follows uh this character, Looking Glass, who is Mister Sir in holes. Uh. If that, so he's just kind of the southern guy. Uh, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> you, have you seen the movie Holes with Shia you LaBeouf? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? The book? Yeah, will you say what you just said again, but not in cursive? Uh, dude, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I told you I was on before we started this. Um, anyway, Watchmen's fucking rad. Uh, Matt, it is, say, it say is on my list of more of things to watch. Yeah, I so don't like, know how like it's fucking rad. Like that episode yesterday, not yesterday, fucking two weeks ago for me is the last one I watched. Even um, if you haven't, you don't know any of the source material. You know, you haven't read the Watchmen graphic novel or whatever. Even if you haven't seen the movie, which th- that's not canon to this, so it doesn't matter. Uh, it it's got a really prescient story. You know, it's it's hitting on a lot of modern day issues uh that first episode was a fucking gut punch man like over and over again (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's doubling down yeah it don't stop (laughs) is watchmen the best show of the year i think so i hope that watchmen does better than game of thrones and this show gets like 20 seasons it's It's also hbo so it won't yeah well yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. um it also kind of in Watchmen, there's a side story running. Do you know how they did in the graphic novels with like mm-hmm. the voyage of the whatever it is? So there's a, a TV show being made about the Minutemen, and it follows Hooded Justice. So you see some clips from this TV show, kind of you know building some backstory for the world. Uh, this whole last episode was solely about uh, 
the character hooded justice and who he actually was and how it's actually related to the story that's currently happening. Uh, it was, it's just really cool. And it's got some deep lore stuff that really tickles my pickle. It's kind of an interlude between what happened last week, right? Like it doesn't really do anything with that. Oh yeah. It, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seems like it's kind of there just to uh, give you a break. Yeah. Cause real. last week's was fucking insane. <laughs> Uh, I also started. Oh nope, go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm slowly working through Castle Rock and that, like at the slowest pace imaginable. I just watched, uh, probably ninety percent of Castle Rock's second episode. Or wait, no, I finished that (laughs) one because holy fucking shit, Annie, Jesus Christ! (laughs) Is that the ice cream? That was such a fucking cool moment. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! That was like the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Anyway, you can you can go on. <laughs> uh, I started watching The Expanse, which uh, I know Matt was excited about. It w- it's one of those shows, like I talk about every week, one of those things that sat in my queue for years and I never actually started it. Uh, and then I was watching YouTube, and I don't I have a YouTube app on my TV, so I don't have ad blocker, which is why I got an ad, a pre roll ad uh, that was for. The new season, except it didn't tell me what it was until the very end. So I was watching, I was like, damn, this shit's fucking rad. And then it was like, ooh, the expanse only on Amazon. It's like, well, now I have to start it. So I so I binged, I finished the first season this morning or last night. I don't know. The days kind of run together. Ariel's out of town. So, you know, I just kind of sit on the couch and don't move for 10 hours a day when I'm not at work. Um, it's so bad. Yeah, it is. They're like sneakily throwing in a lot of really good stuff. I know the expanse has been there for a while, but I keep seeing like new Amazon shows and I'm like, oh, that might actually be really good. Well, it was a sci-fi show. And okay, I knew first it season is floated like around. Standard sci-fi. Like, of course, it's the expanse. So it's still those books. But as season two starts getting a little more and in season three, it gets into high gear. You've got a Vassarala fucking dropping F-bombs all over the place. And then... Oh, really? What is the new season going to be for? Yeah, I Five. think so. Something like that. And then they canceled it because, of course, they fucking canceled it <laughs> when it's doing really well, you know? And then um, Jeff Bezos is like, hey, I like that show. Let's just fucking continue making it in the most billionaire move ever. So is this going to be like their final season or is it just they're going to no, keep putting so it out? From what I've heard is there are going to be seven or eight seasons. They have plans for the entire series. Of oh, that's fucking rad. And the next season is when shit gets fucking insane. <laughs> like it's been pretty, you know, hardcore sci-fi. Now there, it's oh my god, I'm so fucking excited! Well, these are some of my favorite books ever. It, I'm watching it uh, in 4K also, so it looks beautiful on my TV. But the the show shot great. The all the zero G stuff looks so good. It doesn't look like fake. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't look fake. It must be really hard for them because there's some scenes where they're, you know, they have their mag boots on, so they're walking down the hallways. It must be hard to learn how to walk and look like you're in ZRG, like have your arms still floating around and stuff like that. Because um, it looks natural and really good. It doesn't look like someone just holding their arms in place and kind of, you know, walking like a zombie. No, um, I think that's like the strongest part of the show, too, is like this is hardcore science fiction. Like it is very. Yeah very realistic as to what would be happening according to, you know, physicists today kind of deal. Like, 
I don't know if you saw, but there's a scene where a belter is getting tortured, and they just took him oh, to fucking yeah. earth and put him in chains. And it no, they didn't put him in fast. chains. Yeah, they put they they put him on hooks. They just put his that's right in hooks and high up on a wall, and he was all stretched out because his body yeah. wasn't used to the gravity. Oh, it's so fucking good. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. I'll add it. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, Torrent, how have you not watched this? Like, oh my god, I, it's, I'm I I'm real bad at watching it. Amazon stuff. I know. Uh, and then I also I very briefly started playing Pokemon Sword. Uh, if I could pay money to not have to deal with my rival, I I would do it immediately. Oh. He's one of the uh-huh. most annoying characters. Uh, I'd rather kid. have Claptrap going, I'm dancing, I'm dancing behind me the entire <laughs> game. Now, like having to run in this kid every four minutes. I um, definitely hate that. That being said, I really like it. Uh, when Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee first came out, I really didn't like the Pokemon in the overworld. But now that I'm actually playing the game, I like it a whole lot. It really adds to the... Uh, <laughs> The realism is not the right word, but it, you know, it, it sucks me in a little bit more. Uh, so it's, it's neat to be able to be like, Ooh, there's a, a Snorlax. I'm going to sneak up over in the grass and try to try to grab it or what have you. Yeah. Uh, I like how you can completely avoid them. Yes. Like, that is also I, nice. I really, I really just want to get to this next fight. Um, I see the gym right there. I have to walk through this fucking grass, but if I sneak through it, I won't run into any random ass encounters. So fuck oh, that. Yeah. I'm just going to sneak you through. Buy repels. You don't. <laughs> well, you can't, well, I don't know. Jacob hasn't played that much, but I don't even know if you like can because you'll see like some just running around that, you know, if you run into them, you'll fight them. But also in the grass, you'll see, you know, there'll be hidden ones and those pop up like this exclamation point. Um, yeah. And then you like walk to it. Yeah. Yeah. If you run into one of those, you'll have a fight. Um, but if you're just like running through the grass, you'll run into stuff like a lot easier. Um, but you can just sneak through it and never have to deal with anything. So, oh, that's so nice. Yeah, uh, having not fuck played a Pokemon game since that, right? Fuck that guy. Having <laughs> <laughs> so, not played a Pokemon game since Pokemon Crystal. Um, this is <laughs> fucking wild for me. <laughs> so oh, much that, going on. Yeah, like a lot of it's the same, but a lot of it is so different. What starter did you pick? Uh, the monkey Grookey. 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 I, I named him. I renamed him Groot because I thought that was fun. <laughs> I did you know there's an option to just turn off nicknames? I never name any of my Pokemon, so I just turn it off and it doesn't even like ask you. Hey, do you want to name this guy? Oh, it just wow. goes oh that's bank. amazing! Because I'll name yeah. the first couple, Always and after that, it's like, mine. oh fuck this! I <laughs> never yeah. named mine. I, I only named like, like certain fuck. ones that I, I named them like <laughs> fuck, fuck, and shit. Go fuck! I yeah. choose you, shit. Like that makes sense. That's just perfect. <laughs> I think I always <laughs> name my fuck. How did I forget the name? Dragonite, Fat Dragon. Yeah, okay, yeah, because he's like that's a thing. The main dude every time. So you can also now change your nicknames and uh, learn and forget moves for. F- I think it's for free. I haven't got there yet, uh, but oh, that's gonna make in-game shit a hell of a lot better. And it's he's also so it's part. It's part of the uh, Pokemon Center which also has a little Pokemart in it. So it's like one big superstore oh, now. Fucking snowflakes. <laughs> I'm going full boomer now. I'm also pretty sure there's fast travel on the map because I think you can fast travel <sighs> oh, to like the, without uh, having to get the daycares and stuff. 
This is a check. Again, all this of this I, I haven't confirmed because I haven't made it that far yet, but it's all stuff I've picked up from watching wow. videos online and stuff like that. Yeah, it seems to really tell that line between like accessible if you want it to be and you can display it the old way if you kind of want to um, in a lot of different areas. At least that's my impression. Is there a bike? I think there's a bike in it, right? Yeah, there's a bike. Okay, cool. Uh, that's pretty much it. I want to talk about Mando, but we'll wait until we get to our Star Wars talk. Okay. Oh, there's that's all I did. Like I've Be- been binging on all Star Wars related media for the last oh, Jordan. Well, then I should talk. Um, I did a bunch of little stuff. I saw that Terminator movie. Yeah. And- how, how, tell me. Just yeah, real I, quick. I actually liked it. Okay, good. That's fine. That's, I, I agree with the, the people who say the obviously the very easy thing to say is it's the best one since Terminator 2. Um, <laughs> as someone who actually liked Genesis more because it was like a fun watch than, oh my god, this does a lot of crazy shit with the story. Um, I thought this one was was good from like both a just like casual watching standpoint and what they did with the story. Um, seeing Linda Hamilton was both like cool and a little bit underwhelming. I mean, she's in it a lot, but I, I don't this may be like this may be like a hot take or something, but she was not my favorite part of Terminator 2. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I would say the weirdest thing about this movie is like it has its political takes um, that I don't know. It's just really weird. I say they're wrong. It's like super pro Trump and Arnold's like, well, I mean, it makes oh. sense. Like Ar- Arnold was a fucking Republican senator, right? Or uh, yeah. governor, right? Yeah, but he um, is doesn't like trump from what i remember he's no like and you know trump does not adhere to traditional republican values but it's just so they go to his house and at one point they're in like his shed and he's like got a lot of fucking weapons and someone says something and he's like yeah there's a 70 something percent chance that the world turns into anarchy and i need to protect my family also it's texas and i'm like oh okay that's like funny i guess but super weird when like the entire crux of like a lot of this stuff is that you know weaponizing a lot of things is a bad thing yeah it's it's a little weird but i don't know it was a fun watch i also played that terminator game that just just came out uh terminator resistance which is just a it's like a first person shooter but it's a lot better than i expected it to be for a licensed game from the makers of that real fucking bad Rambo game from a few years ago. Um, (laughs) A few years ago. No, God damn it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That was stop the burn. burn. Sorry, Matt. Jesus. Um, I guess it wasn't a few years ago. I don't know. They made a Rambo game that recently. Yeah, it was real bad. It was. Who is that? It was who, who, um, literally nobody actually. (laughs) It was an it was like a rail shooter, um, which is not what you want in a game that's like not period. VR. And that's not, 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 not in a game. Period. Like sometimes if you're at an arcade, right? Like you want to play Area 51 or whatever. But no, this is it was bad. The graphics were bad. It was complete dog shit. So this was actually a little bit better. It reminded me a lot of those uh, Homefront games from not that long ago. Uh, yeah, it was it was fine. Uh, outside of that. I played, as I promised, uh, Moons of Madness, which is the kind of Lovecraftian space horror game. And it's, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those, like, you know, walking around spooky games where you're finding, like, uh, crowbars to pry open doors and stuff like that. I will say that I was impressed that it kind of, it drops you in almost immediately. 
uh, it turns out to be like some sort of dream or vision or something, but the very first thing you, you see are like tentacles coming out of, you know, the spaceship and stuff and uh, really getting, getting pretty spooky. I mean, it didn't like, you know, scare me out of my chair or anything, but it had a really good vibe to it. Then you kind of wake up and you're going about like daily life on, I'm assuming it's like Mars or something. So you're doing like these little puzzles about finding power cells and putting them into, you know, the lift or, you know, powering the communication relay that's out or something like that. So um, like a couple hours into it, I think it's pretty good. Having just beaten uh, the sinking city, I need to fill that kind of Lovecraft hole in my life. And so I was hoping that this would do that, but it's not going to. And mostly because abandoned ship is actually going to do that. <laughs> um, so abandoned ship is like, it's like FTL, but in, uh, but you're on a ship instead of, you know, a, a spaceship and you're running away from a Cthulhu praising cult. Um, it's, it's really fucking cool. It has a lot of the, you know, you stop at a port, you hire people, you get upgrades to your ship, more cannons, uh, mortars, things like that. But also like if you go long enough, so you can, you have like this overworld map where you can just kind of sail wherever you know, you just click and you go there and you can see like points of interest, islands, um, other ships and stuff like that. If you go too long without actually engaging with another ship and fighting the cult, like there's this little bar that's like how much they're tracking you. And if that fills up, you'll get bombarded by like a strong ship or, you know, a ship of the fucking fish people. I forget what they call them, but it's, it's not, it's not the conventional Lovecraft term. I don't think, or you'll just get a Kraken that attacks you. And just shit like that that actually makes this really cool and actually pretty fucking hard. Um, really into it. About sunless skies or some shit. You know, Matt, I think you would fucking love this game. I think you should check it out when you have time. Because Abandoned Ship. Abandoned Ship, okay. Yes, I, I think you should you should check that out. I will definitely play more of that. That'll be my Lovecraft fix until the next thing comes out, which probably won't be that long <laughs> because it seems like Seems like it happens all the time. Uh, let's see. I played a couple other things. I got that Disney Classics collection, which is Aladdin and the Lion King. I didn't expect too much of it. I was like, oh, I'll play an up version of those Genesis games, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty much what you expect. Uh, it's actually pretty... They put some work into this because with each of the games, you can play a different version. So... I want to say it was like the Lion King. You could either play the Genesis version or the Super Nintendo version. Oh, that's super cool. You can also play like the Japanese version. And then one of them had like a director's cut version. Uh, So it actually like packs all these different releases of these games together. And I thought that was really fucking cool. Outside of that, you know, it's it's those games. But having never played the Japanese version of Aladdin, (laughs) I thought that was I thought that was cool to jump in. Uh, I didn't get far enough to be like, oh, that's that's different. I don't remember that or anything like that. But uh, definitely something that's a lot more worth the money than just, hey, play those Genesis games again or <laughs> yeah. whatever. That that actually really surprised me. Uh, and then I played Unity of Command 2. And I really <laughs> think of it like uh, Risk. You're, you know, it's like a very high level military tactics game okay um, go on <laughs> it's it's fine like it's it's a lot like the or unity of command one you know it's that, i've never played that one <laughs> well by that by that i mean it's 
if you were going to get one of these games, you might as well just see if you can get like Unity of Command one on GOG for super cheap or something, uh, because it's it's a lot like that. Um, they a game of risk in in a video game form uh, better than, say, the EA version of risk, the actual risk video game. You know what <laughs> so I mean? you're saying I should just go pick up Hearts of Iron for and call it good. Probably. Probably. Yes. A uh, lot higher budget on Hearts of Iron, so I would not like worry about anything else to fill that void. <laughs> uh, and last thing I played is Fallen Order. Uh, that that game's wow. fucking Perfect. cool. We're, we'll transition into Star Wars now because that's all Matt did. No wait, wait, wait. Okay, uh, Jacob's I, here for. I remembered something that Trey said he wanted to talk about. Uh, hey, Trace, did you see the trailer for Cats recently? Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh why'd you bring this up? Why'd you bring it up this late in the podcast? This is a dangerous fucking topic. The Those little feet, feetsies. the feet need to burn. <laughs> so a new I trailer for cats came out, purple. and all of the cats, which are already horrific monsters, oh, have the, the teeniest, tiniest little kitty feet with probably the softest little toe beans, and it's the most <laughs> grotesque thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I hate it. I think. Oh, it's so gross. Oh man, I think. Jordan, have you seen the pictures? You think you're gonna eat them? Is that what you said? You're gonna eat those little kitty feet? Yes. Uh, What? No, I think I'm gonna eat a bunch of edibles and go watch that movie when it comes out. That sounds like a solid plan. That's probably a good plan, actually. Yes. No, you can't watch it any other way. There's no way in hell that you can watch that any other way. Jordan, hang on. I'm in the in the chat real quick. I'm gonna post a, a picture of the feet. <laughs> the fucking. Oh. I just want to know how they got Dame Dude Judy Dench and fucking Idris Elba to do this stupid ass fucking movie. Like, <laughs> what do you what do you think of those, Jordan? Simply because it's fucking cats. Like that's the only. That's dumb. I hate this fucking movie. I already hate it. Did we talk about new Sonic? Sorry if that was super no, loud. No, that like last week, I think, didn't we? I don't, I don't think we I, did. We, we skipped a week. Touched. Oh, yeah, oh, we that's did. Right. So, um, that looks fine. Yeah, speaking of unfucking totally... horrible yeah. animated things, they fixed Sonic. Also, like, totally and, unrelated, that was just a much better trailer. Yeah, yeah definitely. Way well, they, better. they changed some stuff, Uh, like the scenes of him running around in the desert in the demon version. Uh, they've turned that into like the green hill zone. So I don't know if they're adding more of like the Sonic world stuff into it since he's still technically an alien. Um, I don't know. I, I was already going to see it. I was going to see it when it was scary looking because I thought that was fucking hilarious. Uh, but I'm going to go see it now because I think it looks all right. And I want to support all of those animators that had to go back and redo all of that yeah, work for sure. And um, I just yeah, want to support the studio that is that just straight up listen to the viewers rather than the suits. Yeah. Yeah. As much well, as I mean, I the studio like, and the suits are the same people, but right. But it's true. Yeah. So I've seen conflicting reports for that. So most of the ones are saying it's only five mil that they spent on the redo. I mean, it doesn't matter how much money they spent. It was still people who had to work to do it. Yeah, I still think everybody that had anything to say about that first Sonic trailer after it, I would hope that the second one has given you a new uh, view on it, but I think everyone should go support that film because I was going to go just to see Yep, exactly. Finally, like that fucking Ace Ventura Jim Carrey again. He better say smoking at some point. 
He won't. <laughs> he There's that not. scene where his mustache is on fire. He can just go smoking and just put it out. <laughs> I will walk out. Oh, shut up. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, nobody will care, but I'll do it. <laughs> That'll be the reason you walk out. <laughs> all right. Fucking forget Sonic. All right. We're going to go. We're all, everyone's going to go watch it. Jordan, fall in order. Is this a bit like a Star Wars take on Dark Souls? Uh, it, like a lot of it. I mean, yeah. well, like more, Sekiro, more like a Star Wars it's more, take on Sekiro. Yeah. Um, it's not nearly as hard. Uh, like it is in moments, but it's not. It's not overall as difficult, I find. Yeah, it's um, not just kicking you in the balls constantly. Well, I mean, no, I, if you do Dathomir as your first planet, like the rest of the game is just fucking easy as hell. So, yeah, uh, mostly because you have difficulty settings. So you can, you know, customize it to this is too hard for me. Let me just pop it down. You can just do that right from the pause mm. menu. Um, but yeah, it's really, really fucking good. I like how I got the origin access version and they gave me an orange lightsaber right off the rip. So, um, that's all I wanted. So I just shut it down right after that. I was like, oh, fucking orange lightsaber. Let's do it. Um, you didn't get the double the, edged or the double um, sided spoilers. I have gotten the double sided lightsaber okay. and I think it's really cool that you can kind of just switch back and forth okay. relatively quickly. You can't do it like mid combo, which I think would be really fucking cool. Yes, you can. Oh, like, like actually, dun, dun, dun. Like, yeah, or, actually like you will be able to do a mid combo. Like that's what was annoying me at first. And then you get unlock the skill for it, and it's okay. fucking amazing. I was gonna say there's a decent sized skill tree. It's not like massive or anything. Um, so it's that, very easy combos too. Like it's not like Jedi Outcast where you got to memorize twenty fucking button presses to do a cool <laughs> thing. No, it's literally you have a light attack and a heavy attack, and, and yeah, you and you string them there. together in simple combos. So or hold a button um, down. Or yeah. Uh, it's also not as obscure as like a Dark Souls game. Obviously, they have a story to tell. They're going to tell it to you. But holy shit, this is how you tell a fucking story. I hope that Kojima plays this game and realizes. How fucking- far have you gotten? Have you gotten to the third act yet? Uh, nah, no. You haven't gotten to the second Dathomir section? Oh, my God. No, I actually, I just, um, I haven't finished Kashyyyk because holy shit, those Wookiees look like shit. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, they do look bad. I was impressed that uh, like Forrest Whitaker's character, uh, Saw Gerrera from Rogue One is in this. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> I Young didn't recognize him. <laughs> I didn't recognize him at first. But uh, that makes you haven't seen that movie, right? No, no I've seen, seen it. it. You watched it on Saturday. Oh, oh okay. Don't, uh, uh, don't spoil uh, it. We haven't gotten there yet. We're not. No, there um, also, the the woman that plays Siri or Seer, 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 yeah. Anyway, you can just one says something like that. Um, she's been doing like a lot of work recently, and I think she's really good. I don't actually know her name, which is unfortunate. So I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Deborah Wilson. She's also in the campaign mode of Call of Duty, and uh, she's doing some really good work. Uh, coincidentally, also in Metal Gear Solid Four. So. That was my Ray Romano. Shouts out and fucking Outer Worlds. So, you know, she's all over the fucking place. I think she's great. I really want to play, but I've been playing a lot of Destiny lately. So, yeah. Uh, Fallen Order is worth the 15 or so hours it takes to to beat the story. Sign up for 15 bucks. Like, you can play through it. Um, It's not an incredibly long experience, but it has been incredibly rewarding so far. Uh, I will say the third act. Like part of it was almost had me in tears. Like it's insanely good. 
or one section, I should say. <laughs> yeah, not gotcha. the entire third act. And the ending, oh my fucking god, the ending. I need somebody to finish it just so I can geek the fuck out. Like, it's incredible. Maybe I'll yeah, jump I'll... in then, because I've, uh, yeah. I've passed that point in the in the timeline. You have passed that point, yeah. I have. Um, in what timeline is that, Trace? What uh... <laughs> Are we are we moving on now? Are we what are we, what are we talking it? about? You read all the comics? I mean, yeah, there's not much to say about you it. You read it's, all the comics? It's It's got that Dark Souls combat, which I fucking love, um, where, you know, the... The thing, okay, so there's one thing I fucking hate is that it works like Sekiro in that you have a stamina bar that you're working down on enemies and then you start taking away their life bar. Um, so most of the time, once you get their stamina bar down, you like one or two hit them because you're using a fucking lightsaber and they die. The only problem is like when you get that down, you can do like an execution move. And this game throws so many enemies at you at one time that you'll often just get hit right in the middle of your execution move. And I think that's uh-huh. fucking annoying. There's I no hate frames. That. That's bullshit. No, I hate it. Like I know There's that no that breaks animation immersion and stuff. either. No, it like that is fine. Like in like normal attack animations, I think that that's, that's fine at least to a certain point. Um, but when you do an execution, which is almost unavoidable when you take away their bar, if you hit attack again, you're going to do it. And the fact that like somebody can just shoot you in the back or stab you in the back while you're doing that, I think is really unfortunate. Yeah. But anyway, we can talk about the movies now. Let's talk about the movies. All right. We are, uh, we're running long and we're running fucking late. So I'm kind of going to try to barrel through this a bit. Uh, do what you do, man. Um, just do it. So I have watched, I started with episodes one, two, and three, and then I watched rogue one uh, with Matt over the weekend. And then I watched episode four today. So I have watched up through episode four. So you didn't do the one thing I told you to do. <laughs> yeah. that's uh, Yeah. <laughs> to do all of them at once. Yeah. No, no so it was to do Rogue one. one and then four immediately. Yeah. Rogue one, then four immediately. However, and you see why? And you see why? I see why, except for also, really cool. also, it wasn't necessarily needed because I just read the fucking scrolling text at the beginning of four and read a summary of what I had watched in Rogue One. <laughs> no, but like, so, I you just, know what? It was okay. But I mean, the the final scene in in Rogue One transitioning to four is really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. like seeing the both of those perspectives was really fucking cool. But anyway, that Vader scene is one of the coolest things I've seen in my entire life. When Vader it shows up, just so to fucking. Yeah. Everyone's life when, oh, when he just lights that saber up in the dark hallway. Oh, yeah. and they all he, know they're gonna time. die. Oh, and man. that's also yeah, that just like so the dope. most, it's the most fucking brutal Darth Vader has been. Like, that yeah, scene, Star Wars he just, has been, yeah, he, he just, just said moves, nothing, he just moves, yeah, he was, he was, with such fucking purpose. Murder. And like, he's I, always been like a murderous motherfucker, but. It just had that feel. I think it was how it was shot and like how the lighting was and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. he, it just had that feel of like, I'm going to fucking kill all of you. I don't yeah. give a shit. It really made me think of that comic frame that Matt shared the other day for Vader is like, all I'm surrounded by is dead men in fear. And oh, it's so fucking oh, yeah. so good, dude. Yes. Anyway, you were saying you watched some bad movies and, and two good ones. Yeah. What'd you think of the, the <laughs> prequels? Uh, prequels were awesome episode one was i mean it was fine episode two could have been really awesome had hayden christensen just like ever freaked out one time in his life 
<laughs> because I think the scene with his mom dying could have been fucking awesome. <laughs> if he actually acted? Yeah. Also, what did you think about the super not racist, not Jewish aliens and the super <laughs> not racist, not Asian alien? Uh, yeah, they were they were pretty good. Uh, I definitely <laughs> picked up on that accent immediately, though. <laughs> The well from the from the Republic, right? You're talking, yeah. The no, trade like, federation, the trade federation, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those fuckers. The the <laughs> yeah, that shit was bad. <laughs> God, I can't, I can't believe that someone was like, oh, that's totally fine. Let's just put this out there. I watched episode one, and I had to take like a two day break because I was like, I cannot go into episode two because your people dick are warning be hard me for that long. That was not the case. <laughs> uh, I was more frightened because people were like, oh, yeah, I like episode two less. But I think I I think I enjoyed episode two more because I think there was more potential there. Obi-Wan's I, better. I uh, there's you can see they have it. There's a v- interview where Ewan McGregor finds out that the movie is going to be called Attack of the Clones. And he's like, no, it's not. That's a joke. And they're like, no, that's actually it. And he's like, are you fucking serious? Like that's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, or something like that. It's 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 so funny. Um, that's a that's bad a, movie. That's a, it's a bad name for that movie too. Yeah, that's Attack of the Clones. Don't attack until the last ten minutes. Like goddamn. Yeah. That's that's like calling okay, so, episode one episode one Darth Maul, even though he has six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dudes, I was I I didn't realize that Qui Gon Jinn is just a one movie fella. Yeah, I really liked him, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Did you know that Qui Gon Jinn was going to be Liam Neeson? Uh, no. Like, like Ewan McGregor is a little easier because he wasn't all three of them, but it's still surprising to me. Like, you know, having seen Taken and stuff like that, that I haven't seen Ewan McGregor's. I just saw. Yeah, no, I've just seen. I haven't seen shit with Liam Neeson actually. Oh, I had to. I had to look up who it was, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, never mind, (laughs) Neeson." Okay, weird. <laughs> or Liam Neeson's, as Keen Peel would say. Yeah, that movie so, kind of like resurrected his career in a way. I feel like. Oh like yeah, that, that led him to shit like Gangs of New York and you know Batman and all that other stuff. Like it, almost immediately following, it's just I don't know. Before that, I there are some Liam Neeson movies I can point to and be like, oh, that was a good movie. But I don't, or at least it transitioned him man. into like the the action movie star. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so with that, I had the worst two Star Wars movies behind me <laughs> and I Yay! we watched. Yeah, we watched episode three and holy shit. I don't know what happened to Hayden Christensen. I'm not going to say he was great, but he was just miles better in episode three. So he's going to be brooding than bitchy, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. He was just a um, whiny little bitch, and then they're like, tone down the whiny bitch, be more of like a sad, angry bitch. Right. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. So can we entertain the possibility that Palpatine uh, gave Anakin the vision of his mother dying so that he would trust his visions from that point forward to where he could give him a vision of Padme dying in childbirth? I would, I would say yes. Yeah, okay. it's definitely a possibility. Like I said, I don't know if it's ever been confirmed, but it seems like a Papa Palpy thing to do. So he's always pulling the strings. Uh-huh. Yeah, it seems like every time I had to ask myself, "Wait, did Palpatine do?" Yes, Palpatine uh-huh. did it. Like 
Palpatine can feel shit out on the happening out on the in the unknown regions. Like he's he's a little bit of a Gary Stew in that regards. But uh, yeah, he's a scary dude, and it's kind of weird that he was. I mean, granted, yeah, Anakin was his apprentice, but Palpatine thus- is the Simpsons of Star Wars. Wait, what? Palpatine. Palpatine did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Palpatine's dead. Nope, nope. He still did it. Yeah, he did it. Clones. <laughs> right. If we're going with legends, Palpatine also created the fake news that is midichlorians. So, <laughs> midichlorians. I was asking Matt. I was like, Hey, do they ever like explain these further, or are they just like a catch-all for things that they can't explain? Like, nope, they just weren't a thing until it's just, 2001. It's trying to explain something that doesn't need to be fucking explained is what it is. They've never referenced it ever again, but I really want them to like one day be like, yeah, that dude was fucking crazy. Midichlorians are not a thing. Yeah. J.J. <laughs> Abrams just gave a fucking interview about Rise of Skywalker. He's like, yeah, George was really getting into the midichlorians. He was like, don't fucking put them in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, watch episode nine is gonna end. Ray and Finn are gonna have a kid. Someone's gonna like whoa, test whoa, the baby whoa, and whoa, go. Whoa, 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 whoa! Pump your fucking. This is ob- no. This isn't even a thing. This <laughs> is all obviously bullshit. <laughs> he hasn't seen the movie, so he thinks it's spoilers. Yeah. They're gonna have it's a not. baby. Someone's gonna it's... take it and test it, and they're gonna go. My God, the Metachlorians, and that's just it's how it's over nine thousand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've never seen Metachlorians like this before, and that's just how it ends. Cliffhanger. I'm going to say midichlorians nine times in one (laughs) sentence. (laughs) They just spike the lens. See, was there anything in episode three that you guys wanted to to hit on to see if I noticed or see what I what I felt or what Uh, I thought of? You were my brother, Anakin. My boy, Plocoon, going out like a fucking bitch. I hate that shit. (laughs) I forgot how much you love Plocoon. He's the only one of them that managed to kill some of the clones, though. Like, goddamn. Kid Fisto fucks some dudes up. He does. Kid Fisto holds his own for a while there. Yeah, he does. He was was one of the ones that went to arrest fucking the Senate. Yeah, he was. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He was also on Geonosis fucking those dudes up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, no, I don't have an answer for you. Okay, so I'm about to be a little bit of a disappointment. I was really confused through Rogue uh, Rogue One because I think I lacked knowledge that I needed from the originals that was common knowledge to you folks. Well, like, like what, like what? Do you have any specifics or the factions really, and understanding terms for like the the empire or the empirical or the rebellion or the alliance and stuff yeah, like that's that true. very very confusing throughout rogue one and i i had a really hard time tracking like what ships belong to who and shit like that okay well, you can't tell sense. your mom cows so, from your isds like goddamn no, come on i fucking can't i'm fucking pleb dude <laughs> so that being said i'm gonna watch the originals and then at some point i'll jump back and watch rogue one again my only problem with Rogue One is that they state in episode four that hundreds of Bothans died to get these no, plans here. That, and that's there's six. not a single Bothan. That's six. Oh, okay. Uh, that yeah, is, but there's definitely six. <laughs> there's no, I'm saying there's no Bothans in Rogue One to die. Well, they're, they're sneaky little furry things like i don't fucking know i didn't see a bothan. give me an edit put some bothans in there getting fucked up and i'll be happy movies at all so maybe they all died (laughs) 
Don't call the for only, fucking edits over here, you bastard. The only remembrance of a Bothan and a Star Wars thing I actually have is one of the X-Wing novels where one of the pilots gets fucking, like, an STD or something from screwing a Bothan, and it screws <laughs> up his... Like, I don't know why I remember that particular fucking thing from those books, but... I'm gonna laugh the I've seen a Bothan. They're gonna be all over the place in 9. It's gonna be great. No, because apparently the new trilogy can't have any of the fucking old. No, it's gonna happen. You watch. <laughs> Trace, are you also are you also watching Mandalorian, or are you waiting no, to watch? I'm, yeah, I'm the movies. He needs to finish totally. the originals before Mandalorian. I mean, it doesn't really. They're not connected. Well, not they're connected, really not, but it is but, Imperial Remnant. So yeah. it'll be after six. It it would be good to have the the originals in there first, but. Mm-hmm. I just want to give a shout out to Rogue One because all the fucking characters in that movie were awesome. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Especially that fucking robot. His name I can't remember. He was great. K2SO. K2SO. That's right. Yeah. There's so many robot names. I can't remember. Uh, (laughs) I'm not a nerd. Shut up. So they have uh, security robots in Fallen Order that look exactly like Mm -hmm. K2SO. And the first time I had to murder one, I felt really bad about it. (laughs) I felt super bad about it. Oh, I actually I have a question about Death Stranding. Uh, oh, that's okay. Yeah, no, that's not not Mads here. Mads Mikkelsen is in Rogue One. I forgot that he was in Death Stranding because I feel like no one is he in it much. Like he's he's in it quite a bit, and he I think he's the best part of that game. Okay, I, yeah. I had assumed he was going to be the big bad, and then when that didn't seem to be it, I and I didn't really hear anything. You know, everyone talked about Die Hard Man and all the all the other like funny named people well, that. Yeah, Die Hard Man is like your homie. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt Mickelson does play uh, one of the bad guys. Yes. Okay. That's that's a semi spoiler, and I'm sorry for that. But uh, yes, he he. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler to say he played a bad guy. You you get that from the trailer. Yeah. So, I uh, you know spoilers for the next two minutes or whatever. He's portrayed in like the first half of the game as this like very sympathetic figure. You you see him through visions. Um, he does turn out to be the biggest bad guy in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. Rightfully so. Mads Mikkelsen's okay. a fucking scary. He's a bad dude. guy. He's a bad yep. guy every every time. Um, He's awesome. That's the, but that's the end end of spoilers. That's the end of Death Stranding talk in the middle of nowhere. Sorry, uh, totally totally <laughs> random. Yeah, but. excellent beautiful radio uh it's always good to talk about matt mickelson you know <laughs> with with episode four i really don't have much to say about it other than the knowing what i know about luke and leia this movie's super uncomfortable <laughs> in terms of just like character relationships and editing because some of the jump cuts when the when the savers come out or in they are very jittery and a lot of times you can see people's like the position of their head like snap to a different area when the cut happens but uh i'm excited to watch the next did two. you notice the stormtrooper bonk his head as he's walking through a hallway is that, <laughs> i did not is that, that one that. that's right. so good now did, that you've seen the shitty ass fight as well between <laughs> vader and obi-wan watch the video <sighs> after we're done that okay. i just posted excellent because uh, did, man, I watched that and I was like, oh, "It's Obi Wan versus Anakin." Uh, and then I watched it and I was like, "Oh, cool! I got to poop." No, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> like that's <laughs> all I had after that. You're based based on like kendo. Is that what the Japanese uh, they fight with the wooden swords? Yeah. Like that's sort of the fighting style was based off of uh, in the original trilogy. So it's really slow and boring. Yeah. 
Yeah, did you find uh, episode four to be like as as good? Because I mean, it does feel dated. It was a long ass time ago. It felt um, dated, did, <laughs> but I don't think it brought me like the same hype as episode three did. To be honest with you, and I yeah, because shit it, for saying that, but episode three was real high energy. Maybe I mean, because yeah, I knew it was coming. It's just honestly not as like super exciting. the The original trilogy is not flashy. It's it's yeah. It's flashy also, enough. Boss but... is a fucking dick. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> you say Mufasa is a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah. Matt, yeah. You know Mufasa. that uh, the voice of Mufasa also voiced. Oh, 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 right? oh, 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 oh! I was like, I are we about you. to like blow gotcha. Matt's mind <laughs> right now? Did, did no, you never no, know? That? I got you. I got you. But yeah, <laughs> I think it's I've, just because he forgot James Earl Jones's name. It's fine. I think I'll have more to say on Star Wars when I've finished uh, what's currently out. So I think I'll save my my talks for then. Are you going to start okay. watching Clone Wars? Um, probably at a like normal pace. I'm not going to binge it. I'm yeah, yeah. No, no. Nice. Do chronological. I, also, sure. you're coming out. Episode five is my second favorite. Like it is cool. Empire is everyone's favorite original trilogy. Yeah. Now. Alrighty. It, it is the best of the original trilogy. It's it's the exact opposite of the prequels, where the middle one is the best one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think at an hour and a half, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up. So, uh, I have one last thing to say. Okay, um, this is oh. hot breaking we, news. Also, didn't talk about the Mandalorian, which was fucking super cool this week. Uh, and I'm in love with John Favreau. Uh, that was some of the coolest shit that I've seen in star wars in a long time this uh, is the way thank you yeah. thank you mr favreau i love you goodbye oh that was deborah chow who was actually directing the obi-wan thank scene. you so deborah chow is... i love you i'm divorcing my wife please marry me <laughs> lots of deborah's on this show this week <laughs> All right. uh, one final piece. bit of breaking news uh, and i don't know how this hasn't happened before but the battleborn servers will be offline as of january 2021 so you have a year and a month to play all the Battleborn you can because that game that fucking dead already. No, I don't know how. I don't understand. I just tried to make a farting noise with my hands, but my mustache got in the way and it didn't you work. Can, so. <laughs> you can still buy premium currency in that game. They're not shutting that off till February. What the fuck? Yeah, of course not. You what gotta pay fuck? for the service for the rest of the year, apparently. Yeah, Lyle, I hope you're hearing this. Fuck you, because I bought that game because of you, and that game sucks. <laughs> Lyle doesn't listen to the Lyle. show. He doesn't. It's it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know fun. what the fuck we're gonna talk about next week because like there's nothing coming out. Probably be more oh. like Watch Watchmen and you know the other TV shows that are um, coming out. But Star Wars. <laughs> I'm planning to go. I want to watch the Lighthouse this week, and I'm also probably gonna go see Honey Boy, uh, the new oh. Shia LaBeouf movie. Yes, do that. So, I will be watching Knives Out this weekend as well. Oh, I want to go see that too. Fuck. Fuck, I forgot that came out. For real. Uh, Ariel's not home until like Sunday, so I got plenty of time to waste money on movies. (laughs) When the fuck does that 1912 or 1922 or whatever the fuck that movie is? I've been hearing so much. 17, there you go. Is that entire movie only six shots? I feel like I read that. It is one shot. It's one. I mean, it's it's not actually one, but it's yes. presented as one. Christmas. Fuck. So we got that and Couple Star weeks. Wars very fucking soon. Mm-hmm. And with that, I will be wrapping up Star Wars.
probably before the next episode. So we should have a go to sleep, dude. That. <laughs> what? Yeah, sounds good. Uh, uh, I want to see a beautiful day in the neighborhood as well. But let's oh, get out of here. Oh yeah, let's let's not open that can of beans. Hey Augie, I miss you. Uh, Bye. Hi Augie. Hi super fan Sai, who's recently been crowned with a top fan. Oh yeah, uh, our top top fan on Facebook. Right. Hey, yeah. actually, Ooh. yeah. If you'd like to become a top fan on our Facebook page, uh, go to Trace. Put in the Facebook thing right there. Fuck's sake! I really <laughs> thought you were gonna take this away. All right, you can find us on Facebook at Game Quest. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Game Quest Log. You can find a link to our Discord server to come hang out with us in the show notes down below. And you can also take your award and get the fuck out. <laughs>